1: Uh, very disappointing about Jack Campbell here. Uh, the, he, the fans loved him. Um, he played well in the playoffs, which Freddie Anderson didn't. Freddie played well in the regular season, didn't in the playoffs. Bargained at $1.8 million. Saved their butts about the way he played goal. Saved their butts the way Morazic, you know, getting hurt. And um, I take it, Reed, I'm not 100% sure, but, you know, they went low, I think, three years at 2.75 start of the year. And I think that really got things off the tracks, you know. He was an all-star goalie. Uh, or played in the all-star game. And then uh, when he struggled a bit, he had an injury, much like a lot of goalies, Matt Murray and Peter Mraz, cat along the way and others. But, you know, I I don't know whether it's Kemper or Campbell or whoever Edmonton is leading to, but in Jack Campbell's case, I think just a great pickup. I think a great, great pickup. Great guy. That's Gord Stelic on uh, the fan 590 in Toronto, talking about Jack Campbell leaving Toronto. Obviously he's uh, saying that Toronto fans not happy about it. I mean, Goaltending in Toronto, uh well, you know the you know the story. <laughs> if you if you have a passing interest in hockey, you know goaltending in Toronto has been a storyline for some time and it, it, it only got bigger this year. But anyway, let's start off with what's going on uh, in the two Alberta cities. Of course, Jack Campbell leaving Toronto to come to Edmonton. Reed Wilkins of six thirty Chad Sports joins us now. And Reed, um the Oilers knew that they had to do something in goal. Is Jack Campbell the answer to their question?
2: You know, Shea, it's it's interesting to talk about that because you know, it's not an open-ended question for, you know, that's somebody else asked me this morning. Well, is, is Jack Campbell, is he going to be one of the right. best goalies in the NHL? Well, I, I that's that. a, I, I get why that's being asked, but B that's not entirely relevant because you can't go out and get Igor Shesterkin or
0: exactly. <laughs> whatever, yeah.
2: Right. So of the goaltenders available, and realistically, the Oilers were looking at Jack Campbell. They were looking at Billy Huso, and they were looking at Darcy, Darcy Campbell as of about a week ago. And Huso's rights got traded from St. Louis to Detroit, and he got signed. So I, I think of those three goaltenders, the Oilers have done well. Now, we'll see how the next few years play out. Huso is uh, you know, the youngest of the three, but he's into his late 20s and uh but he's also had the least starting experience. Kemper is the most established. There might be some injury concerns there, and then you have Campbell, who was pretty good for Toronto this past season, but it was really his first full season as a true number one. He played forty nine games he did miss some uh there was a I think in March or February he only played a couple of games because of an injury. but I mean yet awesome I mean he went went thirty one nine and six and he had a nine fourteen save percentage which is which is pretty respectable. I, I think the Oilers have done well here. And again, in, in the context of who they realistically could have gotten. Yeah, here, that's the if, thing. If you're looking at Kemper, you're probably paying more. And if you're looking, I mean, if they somehow would have got huso you're probably looking at somebody with more question marks. It was March Campbell only played a couple of games. But, but I, I, I think they've done well. And that, that Gord Stellick on my show last night spoke very highly of Campbell. He, he thinks yeah. he, he's, a, he's a good goaltender. He has concerns about Matt Murray going to Toronto because of his recent injury history. So I think if you look at what the options were for the Oilers, I think they've done well. You know, now can he go out and actually execute and be a fifty-five game goaltender for the upcoming season?
1: Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, the other signing, of course, the well, there's a couple. Uh, Brakulak, but also Evander Kane. A lot of question around him. Uh, he announced last night uh, that he was back uh, with the Oilers, and I know a lot of fans really happy about that. He had, a, I mean, he was on pace for what was it, 45, 50 goals, something like that. Yeah,
2: would have had a yeah, twenty-two goals in forty-three games, yeah. and then he was almost a goal a game in the playoffs because he had thirteen and fifteen and. And don't forget the last game he only played one shift because he got thrown out for a hidden right. This this was an interesting one to watch. I I, I don't know. I, I always was kind of going with my gut on this one that I, I thought there was a pretty good chance he would be back until the where there's a couple of days ago said, okay, go talk to other teams, but clearly Kane looked around and thought either financially or just the situation that Edmonton was the best deal for him. I mean, there's no doubt that. He, he's going to be productive. I, I know with power forwards, yes. and we saw it with Lucic here in Edmonton, sometimes they age a little more quickly than some of the other guys, but I don't think Kane going into you know being 34 with this contract is, is all of a sudden going to be hobbling around the ice at, the, at that point. He, he can play with McDavid. He can play with Dreisaitl. Um, I, I think he's probably good enough to play with any center, though clearly he's going to be on one of the Oilers' top two lines. I don't know if he's going to score half a goal per game, but if you look at his history, I, I think there's a pretty good chance he's going to get to 30 here if he stays healthy and doesn't get suspended and plays close to a full regular season. So this is a good one. I, I you know, I, I get the, I, there's still, look, we, we know his history. There's yeah, always exactly. going to be yep. the, the attitude teammates in the past. He's alienated when he signed in Edmonton. He said, you know, no one's ever really heard my side of the story. Maybe you, maybe you got to wonder why some of these guys turned against me it was kind of his, his message. So he's going to have to go up there and prove it and, and be a good teammate and be a, a good citizen and all those types of things. And he, I even had a buddy text me this morning saying, ah, oh, you know, he had to go and, be a showboat and break the news himself he couldn't wait for the team to put it out I get it I mean that's sort of, that's part of his personality if it's if it's going well you say that he's playing with flair if he's not going well you're saying he <laughs> plays with arrogance like he's arrogant was, yeah depending on what side of the or, <laughs> or what team you're you're cheering for but from a production standpoint I mean let's look at last summer the orders um, didn't have Zach Hyman and they didn't have Evander Kane and, right and now they have both those guys signed long term to play with McDavid and Drysdale. that's pretty promising up front the
1: that's good stuff. Uh, we'll get to the Flames and Goudreau in just a minute, but I keep hearing about Connor Brown. Connor Brown heading yeah. to Edmonton. Looks really close. Uh, what do we know about that trade?
2: It, well, the latest that we're seeing is that it might not involve the Oilers sending any players away, at least roster players. I know Fogel and Pulleyarvey have been linked in yeah. this discussion. Yeah. But it sounds like more of the senators are looking for draft picks. Um I guess if you look at the situation they're in that they, they want to try to build with some draft picks, though it is interesting they went out and snapped up Giroux today. Yeah, they did, yeah. I mean Connor Brown it's funny. We're coming a little bit Toronto West here. <laughs> I mean, he was with the Leafs from 15 to 19, and then with Ottawa. I mean, he's he's a pretty effective player. He did have a 20 goal season in Toronto. He had he had 21 with Ottawa in the in the shortened season that only went to 56 games. He just had 10 goals in 64 games this past season. It didn't go as well. But you got to remember, with this one, you got to look back even further than his yeah, NHL junior, player. right? Yeah. Oh my goodness, he's with the Erie Otters. Oh yep. my goodness, in thirteen <laughs> fourteen, he uh, had a teammate by the name of Connor McDavid who had ninety nine points. Well, Connor McDavid had one hundred and twenty eight. Now McDavid was only sixteen. <laughs> Brown was nineteen, but still, <laughs> uh, you, you wonder uh, about uh, that. That connection yeah that, sure that potential to maybe have Brown as a as another option to rotate up there in the top six um you know if uh if they're looking for someone to play on on the right side and maybe this is kind of even if puliarvi still winds up being on the team which I don't think he will um but I mean is is the Oilers top six going to be um you know McDavid, Dreisaitl, Hyman, Kane, and Brown in there, and then, you know, Yamamoto and Nugent Hopkins maybe move in and out depending on what they want to do with the third line.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of options there. Okay, down the road in Calgary, uh, Johnny yeah. Goudreau leaving. Uh, we haven't heard where he's headed yet, but, I mean, you want to talk about a massive hole you've got to try and fill.
2: Well, to me, this this might be the the biggest story of, of free agency yeah. is, is where he goes. I, I mean, first of all, it kind of was breaking uh, sort of during my show last night, I think, that he wasn't going to be back. That that, that just was, was not going to work out with the Calgary Flames. I mean, this guy's an exceptional player coming off by far his best year in the league. I, I mean, he had a 99-point season in eighteen nineteen. Got to 150. Like, he was a legitimate heart trophy can sure. last season definitely plus 64 i know i know a lot of people don't lean on plus minus as much but if you're plus 64 uh, you're, you're doing something <laughs> right at, at 115 points to go along with it uh, i know his playoff performance especially against edmonton wasn't what the, the flames wanted and what flames fans wanted but this is a he's a, he's an incredible player i, I mean he's incredibly gifted and it's a huge loss for the Flames because he, he produces offensively. And last year, he did it in both ends of the ice. It's always interesting at this time of year, Shay, to see how the dominoes are going to fall. And what if Nazem Qadri is the guy that Calgary right. goes out now that they're not going to have Johnny Goudreau? I mean, Qadri's coming off a, an exceptional season of his own. He won the Stanley Cup. And what if he gets thrust into the Battle of Alberta? Now, unfortunately, we're only going to have three regular season battles this year instead of four, but you always hope it happens in the playoffs again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I mean, Kadri, not as uh, all-round productive as Goudreau, but th- there's certainly some elements of his game that would help the Flames, and probably that Daryl Sutter and Matthew Kachuk would appreciate. Yeah, And he's coming
1: well, off a career year, too.
2: Yeah, I mean, he just ha- had an awesome year, and uh, that would be an interesting... That's the thing, a uh, Kane and Kadri both confirmed for the, if Coddry goes to, I, I know we're speculating a little bit here, but that, that would really uh, fire things up, I think, in the BOA if you had both those two guys in it.
1: Yeah, I kind of half thought that maybe the Bruins should sign both Kane and Codrey and put them on a line with Marchand and you'd have, like, the oh most my. hated line in the history of hockey. Well, <laughs> any line that Marchand
2: is on is going to be the most hated line. You're,
1: that's, you're that's... absolutely right. Elsewhere <laughs> around the league, uh, the big one, I guess, Claude Giroux, right, signing back home in Ottawa.
2: Yeah, Giroudo-Ottawa is pretty significant. Uh, I, I wasn't sure if he was going to go there or, you know, if he might look at a at a place like Calgary as well. Um, you know, some big deals for guys to stay. Uh, I mean, Eric Chernak got a big one in, uh, in um, Tampa. Uh, Tampa. Kulak's coming back to the Oilers. That's, that's important because especially with no Duncan Keith down the left side. Now you're looking at the left side, probably being nurse Kulak and Philip Broberg being a full-time NHLer for, uh, the first time in his career, uh, Curtis Lazar, who was a flamer earlier in his NHL career was an Edmonton oil King. He signed on with the, the Vancouver Canucks for three years at a million dollars per year. Vincent Trocek. He's a pretty good player. He goes to Vancouver. Um, Mikheyev, uh who was, uh, i always enjoyed watching Mikheyev play for mm-hmm. the Maple Leafs. Really fast player, really good penalty killer. He's going to Vancouver, so the Canucks have been making some interesting moves. But, but I think still out there, you got Kadri you got Goudreau, um, and you got Kemper. Those would probably be my my top three names to watch now.
1: Keep an eye on it, yeah. Okay, good stuff. Thanks very much, Reid. Appreciate your time. Yeah, any time, That's Reed Wilkins of 630 Ched Sports, host of Inside Sports and Oilers Hockey on 630 Ched, uh, breaking down what's happening in NHL free agency today. And, of course, not a lot happening in Calgary right now. I guess holding out hope, maybe, that Johnny Goudreau Tests free agency. That's what they called it last night. He's going to he's going to hit the market. He's going to test free agency. I mean, it's 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 a one in a million that he ends up back in Calgary. But uh, who knows? We'll see what happens. It's a big hole to fill. Nazem Cadre is out there, as Reed said. Uh, Vancouver got themselves a nice pickup in Curtis Lazar today from the Boston Bruins for a million bucks a year for three years. Curtis Lazar uh, is a solid, dependable uh, third or fourth line player that's going to go out and give you a hundred percent every night, and he's responsible. He's he's a good pickup. For Vancouver, so how about that Ottawa team, though? Hey, it's making some sneaky, subtle little moves here. They're suddenly going from uh, guaranteed cellar dweller to a team that I, I don't know if they're a playoff team yet, but boy, they're they're definitely moving in the right direction. Your impressive work being done in the nation's capital.